How's it going, everyone? This is the LSN Podcast, episode two. This episode is going to be more fun, I hope. This episode is going to be longer. This episode is going to get more in-depth in the topics. This episode is going to be talking... I'm going to be talking a lot about some of my opinions on politics and the current volatile world of entering into the political scene. You can be exploded out of that bitch like a pussy you go in there not speaking some hateful words man you're gonna get your shit blown off by these other people that are so serious about politics they're gonna hate you down smite you with hate the hate hammer but anyways i think i'm gonna start these podcasts off with a quote quote that i come up with Every week. Last week, I would say the quote was the thing about ignorance in the beginning. But this week, I want to say something that some people might not like. This quote. But I feel like it speaks a lot of truth. You, as an individual, are not important. However, any individual can cause importance. Okay. So now, what that means is... Like Robert Downey Jr., for example, or Martin... No, no, no. Let's, let's go with Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King caused a lot of great change in the world. But to say that Martin Luther King is the only person that could have done that, that's not true. Any person could have come along and caused that change for that specific group of people. Easily. Any one person could have stood up one day and just spoke his mind and could have changed the world Gandhi as well Gandhi isn't the only person that could have done Gandhi things the individual is not important what the individual does day to day is important what you do in your everyday life that is what's important that is what you do that is important that is what you do that causes change in the world it's not you you are not the thing that is important You, unfortunately, and me included, we are expendable. The next person will come along and do what I'm doing right now and try and start a podcast. Maybe the podcast blows up. But there's been many podcasts before that have blown up. There has been many people in this world that have done great things. But they aren't the only people that can do those great things. So don't think that in your day-to-day life that you can't do great things. Believe in yourself. Believe that what you can do can be important to the world. Chase some... Even if your goal is to be... I don't know. Whatever your job, whatever your your career goal is or whatever you want to do in your life. You, you can do amazing things in that route. You can do... You can create amazing changes in that... In your world space. Your career path, you can do great things, but don't think that somebody else won't come along and do them first. If you have a great idea, speak it because somebody else might have that same idea and they might just grow a pair before you do. So, okay, how I want to so some things going on today, man. Some things, what what an amazing day today is going to be! I love fights. I love UFC fights especially. 
man, Conor McGregor, Mystic Mac versus Cerrone or the Cowboy. It's gonna be a great fight, man. I just want to say, let me hit you with a let me hit you with a couple stats, real quick. First of all, Conor McGregor from this fight is making eighty million. The Cowboy is making five million. Wow, you know you hear this kind of stat if you follow boxing. The more popular guy makes so much more money. So much more. If this if this cowboy guy wins this fight, next fight he's gonna make way more money. He just beat Conor McGregor. The dude has had twenty five fights. He's won twenty one, and in the twenty one fights that he's won, only three times has he not knocked out the other opponent. He's knocked out people 18 times out of 21 wins. That's insane. That's that's incredible. He's a knockout machine. He's a machine. It's going to be a great fight. You know, obviously, I hope for my boy Conor McGregor. You know, I don't really like this, this Cerrone guy. I don't really care, honestly. I kind of do with the, with the fights. I kind of do usually vote for the more popular person. Like when Conor went up against Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, in my opinion, is more popular than Conor McGregor is. Like, I feel like more people would know who Floyd Mayweather is over Conor McGregor. And I wanted Floyd to win. And, woo, did he win. Woo, wasn't even a fair fight. I thought it would be a fair fight going into it. I was like, hmm, maybe Floyd's going to get a real test. No, no, sir. Floyd was like, damn, this shit's going to be easy as fuck. Anyways, so I want to talk about some politics today. I want to talk about my generation. And from what I see about my generation, we're not really too interested in politics, which is understandable. You know, politics can be very boring. It can be also a pretty dangerous thing to even talk about, dude. Shit on, just for speaking about it, because everyone's on these political teams and the teams have their own agendas and if you don't fall into the agenda of the team you're now going to be ostracized by those people that believe in it that believe in their team team democrat if you don't have a democratic opinion democrats are going to ostracize the fuck out of you and you're going to get some hate speech some real hardcore shit is going to come your way that's why it's so volatile that's why it's so hard to even talk about because people will just People will hear something that doesn't agree with their party's agenda. And they'll just be like, eh, fuck that guy. That guy doesn't make sense. I hate babies. I don't want babies. <laughs> it's just insane shit. They just, they don't see a reason at all. Once they, a lot of people, once they get on a team, it's, it's ride or die. Ride or die. That shouldn't be in politics. It should not be ride or die in politics. I'm honestly, sometimes I, you know, I understand the importance of the political party political parties i understand the importance i understand what they do i understand why they are necessary however i wonder if the world is ready or not the world but i wonder if the u.s government is ready to disband them almost i wonder what would happen if we just went off opinions of people instead of just these parties opinions 
Now, if the, the only way that would work is if you removed everybody from the government that's already in a party and did not let them be there because that shit would it would just be party against party still. But if you removed everyone from the government, disbanded the party, say you, you just go go into there on your opinion, go into there preaching your opinion, and let's hear everybody's opinion to make the decision off everybody's opinion. That'd be hard. That'd be very hard. It'd be a big change. I wonder if the world's ready. I wonder if we can get off teams. I wonder when that's going to happen. I wonder if that's even possible for people to accomplish without being so goddamn corrupt about it. You know, I wonder if it, if we could even trust that. Probably not, honestly. We can't even trust the government as it is right now, let alone making a massive change to it like that. Expecting it to go good, they would find a way. Honestly, any they would find a way to make it corrupt. If you don't believe that the government is corrupt, and you don't see it, and there's no, no, it couldn't be. It's been going on for too long. There's no way that's still corrupt. I would say it's probably it was probably less corrupt. It probably gets more corrupt as years go on. It, it it definitely does. I don't even want to say it probably does. It definitely gets more corrupt as the years go on. The more time fucked up people spend in the government, the more time that they have to figure out ways to be corrupt and get what they want and be tyrannous. If you haven't heard of uh, a lot of the presidential candidates coming up, I would like and I encourage everybody to go listen to some Tulsi Gabbard uh, interviews. See what she says. She has she has a military background and in her military background she learned a lot of th- she learned a lot of things and she talked about a lot of the things that she's learned from being in the military. And boy oh boy is that shit fucking corrupt. War useless. Honestly at this point until further notice, if my country, the United States of America, gets involved in a war, I'm not going to support that shit. I don't care. I don't care what's going on. No, no, no. It depends. I, I don't want to say I don't care what's going on. But probably I'm not going to support war. I, there's so many hidden agendas that our government has and when they get into wars that they don't tell you about. Because you'd be like, no, fuck that war. What the fuck? No one gives a shit about that shit. Don't do that. And so I, I can encourage you. I encourage you guys to go look up Tulsi Gabbard. To go look up just some of the things that she says. The next, I honestly, I'm probably going to vote for Tulsi. Probably. Just hearing somebody speak about the government corruption is like it's a it's a breath of fresh air hearing someone speak in the way that she does about it it's a huge breath of fresh air hearing you know she and she's i don't know she's not political really she's kind of like trump but she's not fucking insane you know, she, she has a filter on her mouth, which is needed. I don't want the president just saying whatever the fuck he wants. 
because he can. You know, that's that's why he got elected is because we had finally had a breath of fresh air from the political bullshit that we hear these uh, presidential candidates speak about. That's why he got elected. That's why he was so popular. It's because he just said whatever the hell he wanted. And, and he didn't really care what people thought. Because we're our nation is so tired of the politicians. I'm tired of them. I know for a fact that they are corrupt. And I know for a fact that they're doing things for their own agendas. Like personal agendas. There's some wild, wild things that you can learn about the government and what they do up in that bitch. For example, there's a there's a huge chance. And it's not even a chance. There has been some politicians that have been discovered as pedophiles. And I am I'm hip to an idea that there's probably like a pedophile pedophile ring in the government where they all grouped up and they're, they they all came together and they're all working together to get some children, dude. And it's fucked. It's just so fucked. Some of the things that the people in our government do. And I don't want to speak about them too much. I, I would rather anybody listen to this just go try and find the answer. I'd rather you go research it and develop your own opinion. Because that that's what's so important. Your own opinion. That is why I hate. If there's one thing that I I hate is political teams. Because they just get on the team. And they get so extreme with what their team's opinion is and what their team stands for. That they can't even see reason when it's time to see reason. It's just, mm, that doesn't work with my party's, uh, my party's standards. I'm not going to, nope. I'm not fighting for that. I hate that. I hate that they can't see reason. It's terrible, and it's terrible for us as a nation. So go... I don't want to push my opinions onto you too hard. I would like for you to go research them and formulate your own opinions and speak about them to people that you know. You know, I don't know anybody listening to this podcast on a deep level, probably. I probably don't know you. And I don't want my opinion to be forced onto you. Especially not right now. I'm too young to be pushing opinions hard. Too young. I don't know enough. I have I have seen a lot of things. I've, I've, uh, I've experienced a lot of walks of life. And even if I haven't been a part of the walks of life, I have lived and met people. And gotten close to those people that have lived some of the shittiest lives that the U.S. has to offer. And the government does nothing about it. Nothing. There's nothing. They'd rather spend it on military. The U.S. government would rather push the military further than they'll push its own people. What? It doesn't even make sense to me. Why are we just going to leave these people in poverty? And people in poverty, like, it's the biggest curse of all time. It's the most unlucky situation to be born into. However, it does produce 
some of the most, in terms of what they accomplish, a lot of times people from poverty, what they accomplish in their lives, it produces some of the greatest people of all time. But that is because they're so hardened. And we, including me, are so soft compared to the people who are in poverty. You know, if you think that there's some kind of birth gift that a black person gets over a white person and that's how they are better at sports no no you want to know what the gift is it's actually the gift is a curse the gift is a curse of being born into poverty and that's just pure survival instinct kicking in and driving them to success driving them to get out of whatever situation they're in and succeed they spend so much time worrying about their lives they're operating off of survival instinct they're operating off of sheer willpower anybody born into poverty into the real serious depths of poverty they have more willpower than I will ever gain I will never have as much willpower as any of those people ever some of the hardest people ever have come out of poor neighborhoods and some of the poorest areas of the U.S. and been so successful. That's not because, man, I've heard people say their femurs are, black people's femurs are bigger. That's why they, that's why they jump out. No, motherfucker. You did not spend as much time jumping as them, you lazy shit. You, you just want an excuse to be worse. <laughs> So you don't feel bad. If you were born there, you, I don't care what color you are. If I was born in one of those neighborhoods, I'd probably be just as athletically gifted because I would have spent so much fucking time working on my athletics to get the fuck up out of there. Just doing anything in my power to get out of that situation. Anybody can be born there of any race and be just as athletically gifted as any of those people. Not because of their color. You want to know what it is? Most of them, a lot, no, I don't want to say that. A lot more black people are born into poverty than there are white people. We got it pretty fucking easy, guys. If you're white, you got it pretty fucking easy. And there's no reason you have to complain. If you are not successful and you weren't born into a poor neighborhood, that is your own doing. It's your own doing. You have, a, you have a way luckier life. You have way more to be grateful for. Way more. And that creates laziness. Honestly, it does. But, you know, if you see... If you at least acknowledge the fact that you got born into lucky circumstance, don't waste this that opportunity. You know, I spent a lot of my life kind of wasting opportunity i'm only 19 you know i i've barely gotten opportunities as it is and you know i've learned lessons i've learned a lot of lessons and the most important lesson is just honestly wasted opportunity being born into a wealthier family into a wealthy into a wealthier neighborhood and not grabbing every opportunity given to you you 
need to learn the lesson, at least. So in the future, when the next opportunity comes, you don't miss it. You got to grab it, man. Being young is, is so important. Being young is the most important time of your life. And if you don't try and find the lesson to your situations and you just go about life fucking blind as shit, thinking that you already know everything, thinking that what you know is fact and your opinion is uh, is unbreakable and you don't let your opinion change. You know, your opinion's been what it's been since you were young. And if you don't let it change, you're, you're going through life blind. I've lived with some of the people that have been have come from the worst neighborhoods of all time and some of the fucking stories dude i couldn't fucking imagine it's like it's like living in a fucking war zone some of those places the people i lived with lived in a fucking war zone they lived on the most dangerous street they lived in one of the most dangerous streets in massachusetts on not like not like streets as a blanket statement. They lived on the most dangerous street with a sign that says street. And just the fact that they fucking survived some of those stories. And the fact that they, they're they still operating. And they're not just broken to pieces. is a fucking incredible feat. If you come from a poor neighborhood and... You know, you've dealt with a lot of dangerous things. And you've dealt with seeing some of the most fucked up shit. Fucking and you're still and you're still going strong and, and you're still got and you still got your head on straight. Good fucking job. Good fucking job. I cannot imagine. I wouldn't I would break, dude. I'm a little pussy. You know, maybe I, I guess I'm kinda comparing myself to who I am now compared to who I would have become if I lived there, but Oh my fucking god, dude, the stories that I hear. No way. I don't, I, I don't, even, I don't even pretend to understand anymore. I can't. I, I couldn't imagine. It's like being born into the military and just, it's like, what the fuck? And the drugs that you're exposed to from such a young age. I couldn't imagine it, dude. It's terrible. And, we, and our government does nothing about it. Ever. They never go try and fix that. Just the money that they gave to Trump for the military could have fixed poverty. For at least for the year. You know, you'd have to spend, like, you'd have to spend the, that money every year to stop poverty from happening. But it's not like they don't give the fucking military that much money every year anyways. We sp- our, If you don't know this, our government spends... More than double of what any other country spends on military. Or most other countries. I'm not sure if it's every country. But most other countries, what they spend on their military. That's fucking insane. Why? For what? It's because we're a bunch of fucking assholes that go around the world doing whatever the fuck we want to people. And don't let them figure out their own fucking problems. Nobody wants your help. It's like unsolicited advice. It's the most fucking annoying shit ever. I give a lot of advice on this podcast. I, I admit that. And I, I, I try to make it as helpful as possible. You know, I don't... Like I said, I don't push my... I don't try to push my opinion too much. But... Just the fucking insanity... 
that we live in, just the blindness that we live in, is it's incredible. It's incredible how blind we get living in this country. We're just so involved. We get we we get stuck being so involved in these material things that the real fucking world is just hard to see. It's hard to see. And it's sad once you do see it. You know, but I, I still have a lot of faith in the people of this world. There's, I've met so many good people. I, I had the opportunity to probably... To meet probably one of the nicest people I'm ever going to meet ever in my life. Unfortunately, he he's dead. But just people... And yeah... I, it's some of the nicest people I've ever... He's, he's going to be the nicest person I've ever met in my life. And I... Those people are the people that I just wish everyone got modeled after. Everyone just made themselves a clay... A, cl- a clay person. And they, and they modeled themselves after the nicest people in the world. I just... I wish this world would go off that you know unfortunately this world already has pre-existing uh, features to it and it'd be impossible if we had a fresh start and we let those existing features reoccur I would I'd have zero faith left in humanity to ever work together you know, we all have our own personal agendas, and that is just truth. You know, of course we all have our personal agendas. We wouldn't be anywhere without them in terms of personal success. But what is your personal success? How many people do you need to step on? How many people do you need to use to get to your success? I hope it's none. I hope you don't have to step on anybody. I hope you avoid stepping on people. And I hope that the whole world would do that. That's my hope. One day. Some cultures are are based around that in the world. They help anyone they can. It's that level of selflessness. True selflessness. When there's no personal gain at all. When there's no personal agenda. It's that kind of selflessness that I wish everybody had. It's something that sometimes I don't even have. I'm, I'm kind of in this process where I'm curing myself. Or I'm trying to cure myself from the ailments that I have. Uh, and the illnesses, basically that living in the western world has plagued me with I'm still doing it I'm doing it every day and I, I imagine until later in my life it's going to be a constant struggle to focus all of my efforts into changing who I am into becoming a better person it would, t- it would take anybody a lot of effort and I just hope that as a people and as a, as a world as a whole, that's the direction everybody's moving in. Hope there's 
less and less evil people every day. Help! I hope we actually are eradicating evil every day. Aside from all the corrupt bullshit that our governments do. Aside from all that. I hope every day evil is eradicated more and more. I hope. You know, of course. Of course I hope. That's all I can do. Until I put myself... I, I'm one day I want to be in a position where my opinion is broadcast to a wider audience where I have learned more things about this world and I've been in more situations and I've learned from experience about this world and I'm able to keep this same opinion of it that I just want everyone to do better and I hope eventually one day maybe I'm doing a podcast or something where my audience is entirely my audience is just bigger my audience is huge and I can plant little seeds of uh, of love and compassion into my work and push opinions on love and compassion because those are the only opinions in the future that I will push I don't want to push any personal agenda opinions and I kind of want I hope to, that I can be in a place in this life where I can make an impact like that. One can only hope. Anyways. I also... So, earlier I talked about how... Being young is the most important time of your life. This is where... Life hardens you into what you're going to become in the future. This is where your ways will, will probably... For the most part, be... Start getting set into stone. And, you know, if, don't get stuck in your ways as you get older, but there's, there's obviously some aspects of you that you want to set in stone when you're young. And there's some things that you want to do when you're young that are going to determine who you are in the future. Not striding for goals that seem almost impossible to reach is limiting yourself into your in your capabilities as a human. That's how I feel. I feel like if you think obviously there's some goals that are just entirely unrealistic and impossible to achieve. But those are some of the best goals to set for yourself because imagine if you accomplish half of that unachievable goal, you just accomplish half of the unachievable. And imagine where you are. What if your goal is to make a billion dollars? A really hard thing to do in this life. And you achieve half that goal. You just made $500 million. That's insane in itself still. You know, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Don't limit yourself in your goals. Once you get the hang, you know, some people, especially me in the past, I didn't really have a hang of what a goal really was, you know. There's little steps in between. And in the beginning, if you're trying to change your life and you're trying to change who you are, set up little goals, little little tiny ones. Don't give yourself something unachievable right away or something hard to achieve right away. Give yourself little goals every day. Little goal, little goal, little goal, little goal, and do it. 
but just do the little ones for a while until you start getting the hang of what you can accomplish. And you will fail at some of them. Some of the little goals you will fail at. And you kind of, you'll, but through that, you'll learn who you really are and what you really can do and where your strengths lie. And that's the hardest thing to figure out when you're young. That is the hardest thing is to figure out where your strengths lie. And once you do figure them out, you know, the fucking sky's the limit. Take your strengths and pursue the most crazy thing and just fucking go. Just fucking go. And it doesn't have to be that crazy, but, you know, if, uh, you know, pursue the career that you actually want. Not the career that you've been told will be, will give you the highest probability of success. Pursue the one that you want because your happiness is the most important thing. You won't accomplish anything if you're not happy. Or accomplish anything of worth to you if you're not happy. That's... That's sad. It's a sad, sad way to live. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm doing this podcast right now. You know, I'm kind of... At the end of the day, if this podcast never blows up, what did I learn from this experience? I'm probably going to learn how to talk a lot better. I'm probably going to cure some of the young, shitty habits I have when I talk. And I'm probably going to be a way better speaker at the end of this. If once I say, man, this isn't really going anywhere and I don't, I'm not really getting a lot of traction at all, then at least I got something out of it. And like, like, at least you got something. At least I got something. At least in that little goal that you tried to accomplish, even if you failed, what did you learn? What did you learn about yourself? What did you gain from it? If you're doing something where if your failure will accomplish nothing for you and you won't learn anything, don't do it. It's not worth it. If failing at something doesn't give you anything, don't do it. There is no reason to put yourself in that position of failure. There's no reason for it. Now... It's like school, it's like school pre-college. You know, it sucks, man. It's like fucking prison. It's just garbage time school. It's garbage time. It's like, uh, it's like watching, it's like watching the, uh, Charlotte Hornets play basketball. It's fucking garbage time. It's just useless. It's a team that they run up, that the good NBA team is just run over. It's kind of what... <laughs> going to high school is like everyone runs over it everyone's like yeah it's kind of shitty Every, everyone admits that it's shitty it makes you feel shitty having to go to it every day because you don't want you're not doing what you want to do there and you're not learning what you want to learn you're not learning things that interest you a lot of the times you know hopefully you find a subject that when you're in school you look forward to that's what made it worth it for me you know i, I eventually i was able to take electives that I actually found interesting, and I was able to get into science classes that I actually liked, and go to the history classes. And but school pre-college, once it's over, 
once you get through it, no matter how good you did or how bad you did, the most, in in my opinion, the most important lesson, school, pre-college, high school, middle school, all those, is, you know, it's a, it's kind of like the first trial. (laughs) It's the first thing as a human being that you got to overcome. It's the first thing that you didn't want to do, but it was in your way. It teaches you about obstacles. High school for me was a fucking obstacle in my life. You know, I I didn't want to be there. And I thought so negatively of it that I, I just didn't gain anything from being there. A lot of time. Until I got into the classes that I liked and then I actually learned something and I and I got into the classes with the teachers that I liked and that's when it, it became fun. But if if it's not fun, just see it as an obstacle. That this is the first obstacle life is gonna throw at you that you gotta get through and you have no choice. You have no choice but to overcome this. At least until up to a certain age, you have zero choice. And that's an important tool. It's an important tool for later in life when you get to an obstacle that, fuck, man, I don't want to fucking deal with this. Man, fuck this. Why is my boss making me do this? Overcome it. And maybe you'll gain something from it. Maybe just by overcoming an obstacle that you didn't want to to have to overcome or you just thought so negatively of. Maybe just by overcoming it, you gain something from it. You gain the satisfaction of, damn, I just beat that shit. I just got over another bump. Alright. Enough of this fucking boring ass shit. Man, I like politics, but some of this goal stuff it just gets so beaten into you. And I realize that. I realize that just, people are going to beat it into you and beat it into you. You know, learn the lesson. Learn the lesson. Until you finally learn the lesson, you're not going to understand what I'm talking about. You know, go, it's just motivation. It's just, I hope it just gives you some motivation in your life. And that's all I hope to, that's all I hope to give you with those kind of talks. It's just motivation. Just keep going. Just keep moving forward. Get through the obstacles that you don't want to get through or that you don't want to have to deal with. Just keep moving because once you get to the other side, man, fuck, that feeling's fucking great. Now, I want to talk about Something that I think it was the Greeks that uh that had this story, and it's about the god Hermes speaking to a man that I forget his name. I think he was a some kind of philosopher, and he was telling the philosopher. He told them, "Man will one day venture away from the gods." They will no longer believe in us. And as time passes by, they will get further and further from their belief. They will get further and further from their spirituality and religion. And as that happens, the world become more and more volatile. The weather will kill them. He's, he's talking about men. Saying that the gods will make the weather kill them. 
the gods will cause wars between them that will kill them. The gods will put motions in place or put these events in place that to kill the humans of the world as they venture further and further from God or, in their, or, or their belief in God. And, you know, when I think of these mythology stories, it's like, to me, it's like, obviously, a human wrote this. Obviously. A human wrote this story. I don't know where the fuck he got it from, and I don't know how the fuck he came up with it. I don't know if he was just writing a cool story, and people just were too dumb to see that, or if... Something wild happened and he met a fucking god. <laughs> Obviously, there's no telling what happened. But the Greeks predicted, and if it is a human writing this, the Greeks predicted that the world would move away from their belief in gods. That's insane. How do they know that? If a human did write that story, how did the Greeks know that one day the people of the world will move away from God? They... Every at that time, like the entire oh, I bet you the entire population of the world had some sort of spirituality. You gotta realize the time in the Greeks was people didn't really know very fucking much at all about anything going on. They were like, This shit's just fuck that shit was just wild to them. They, they, they couldn't make sense of the stars, they couldn't make sense of anything. That's if a human did uh, that's if a human did write it, that's how they made sense of it. And the humans back then predicted. That we would move away from gods. We would move away from the mythologies and, and the religions. And for the most part, we have. A lot of people in the world have moved away from religion and from belief in gods. And some people don't... You know, I don't know what the percentage of the population believes in zero anything. You know, like that people who are atheists. I don't know what that percentage of the population is. But I bet you it's a lot fucking bigger and it gets bigger as the years go by. More and more people that are born into this world that see that there's so many different religions and, you know, maybe they're just atheists because for me, for a while, I didn't believe in anything because there were so many goddamn things that I had to try and believe in or that I had to pick from because my family did me a service and they didn't push any religion onto me. They are Christian but they didn't push any type of religion onto me. They didn't make me do any of uh, any of like the Catholic school stuff. I forget it's like CCD. They didn't, I didn't have to do any of that. And I was able to get to a point where I was old enough to see that there's so many fucking religion the religions in the world. Which one do I believe in? Which like, if you have to pick for the shit on your own, what the fuck do you pick? You know, and most of my belief is just, I just love the wonder. I just love the curiosity that it leaves you with. Like, who is right? Who is actually, who's, who's actually got the right idea? Does anybody actually have the right idea at all? I don't know. Probably not. You know, it's something that we probably have no idea about. Maybe nobody has found the right answer, which is which is why it's 
when my family did that for me, I I kind of was just like, I don't believe in anything. You know, I don't write any religion off. I don't go, ah, that's not the case. This is actually the case. You know, I like to hear what people say about their religions and their beliefs. Because it's so interesting to me. They're realistically, they all have the same principles, man. They Every single one of them has the same fucking principles that they follow. I talked about this last episode. It's just, it's just, it's, it's crazy that, and it's all over the world. It's everywhere. Humans just make up, not make up, that's not what I meant. But humans make religions everywhere. They create these religions fucking everywhere. They create spiritual belief everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's religion or there's spirituality. And it's, you know, I want to ask, I haven't talked to an atheist in a long time. I haven't heard an opinion from an atheist in a long time. But I almost want to ask, because since I've become more spiritual with myself and I've, I've, I've had this feeling of like, I don't know if, if it's completion. Like I've, like I put the piece of the puzzle that I just was ignoring for a while. I don't know if it's that, but it kind of, kind of, kind of feels like I'm more complete now. Like me as a human, my mind space is more complete. I want to ask an atheist the question. I want, I want to say, or maybe a group of atheists to get like a consensus opinion or, or to get like a, like a study. I want to ask the question, do you feel complete? When you think in your mind space, do you feel complete? Do you feel like you got everything? Do you feel like you don't need anything else? I want to ask that question. I want to see what the answer is. I'm so curious. Because I want to say that this, that having some kind of spirituality or, or believing in some kind of religion is like a necessity to a human. I want to say it's almost like a necessity. I could be totally wrong. Obviously, I haven't asked the question to a group of atheists yet. I want to know. I want to know if in their day-to-day life, they feel like they're just kind of missing something. Like how I used to, because when I didn't believe in anything, I just felt lost. I was like, I don't don't have morals. I I didn't have a moral code to go off of. Now I have made my own moral code. And I'm just, I wouldn't say... I even have a religion. Definitely got some kind of spirituality going on with me. But it's, it's my curiosity for religion. My curiosity for spirituality. What people believe in is so great that I that I kind of just believe something's going on. That's kind of where I fall. I, I just, I accept the fact that there's probably something going on that we don't understand. Something is up there putting things in motion and doing crazy shit that we just we have no idea about and because there's some things in this world that just don't make fucking sense they don't make sense I run into so many moments in my life where shit just, just does not make sense like wow how did this fucking happen just the other day just to give you an example of what i mean just the other day i'm sitting in the car with my buddy perry and he's talking about his friend. And he's telling me this joke that his friend told him. Not two, not not 30 seconds after he finishes his conversation and tells me the joke. That same fucking friend calls him. 
that same friend calls him and they haven't they perry goes yeah i don't after they talk on the phone he goes yeah we haven't talked in a while honestly like what how did your friend think to fucking call you right then and there what the fuck is that it's just weird shit happens every day every day weird shit happens it's not like it's just like there's just something about this world that just doesn't just add up to what we want to add up to something in this world does not fall into the realm of science or doesn't fall into the realm of science yet and it's just all over the world miracles happen and ridiculous shit happens every day and you hear so many stories of ridiculous shit happening it's like beyond coincidence at this point these coincidental situations that just happen all the fucking time I want to speak kind of about another psychedelic theory. This is my own personal psychedelic theory that I have come up with based upon uh, stories that of people that have taken psychedelics and based upon my um, their experience with it and what it does to them afterwards, after it's over. So if you think about how a computer works, so a computer has RAM and ROM, and RAM is where my theory kind of falls. So a, a human mind kind of has RAM. And what RAM is, is how much th- the computer can do at once and how much it can handle and how much space you're taking up with how much it can handle. So if you got Microsoft Word running and you got a video game running, you know, you're, you're taking up Microsoft Word's taking up RAM and the video game's taking up RAM. You got th- those two things running. I feel like the human brain also has RAM, you know, and each person has a different amount of RAM and how much they can handle at once. And, you know, my theory is, is that the brain has a certain amount of time that, that it runs off of with its experience. Like, like, uh, for it has got like a month where the brain or like maybe three weeks the brain looks into the past and it directly like three weeks in the past directly affects what you're doing right now what you're doing in the present and that's where your ram gets taken up along those three weeks each new thing kind of takes up a space of ram and you know if there's not too many critical fucking events going on in your life you you got some ram space left over but if you got a lot of critical events going on in your life all your ram space is taken up now meditation is like defragging. When you meditate, it's useful to me. I find it useful. It's like def. If you know what defragging a computer is, it's it's uh taking all that RAM space and reorganizing the memory, reorganizing the computer's memory, so that it's not so jumbled and put in random locations. It kind of puts it in line and makes it uniform and in order. And that's what like meditation kind of does for you. Gets your thoughts in order makes things make more sense when you're thinking cuz you know you got that little you got that fucking dickhead in your head you got the fucking piece of shit that's just always just like sends f- the most annoying thoughts into your brain it's just like nicotine sex just all these distractions that you just don't want to deal with you're trying to get some shit done and your brain's just like <laughs> squirrel it's just that little piece of shit in the back of your mind that when you're not really controlling your thoughts is still thinking. 
but anyways, I'm kind of I'm kind of getting off track here. So meditation defrags like a computer, and not psychedelics. I feel like psychedelics. My theory is, is that psychedelics turn your brain off. Turn your, not off, but it, it hits the reset button on your brain. And all your RAM space is freed up. All the tabs get closed. Everything that you're running gets closed and restarts. That three-week period where your RAM space is being taken up it goes back to zero. And now you're on, you're on day zero of RAM space. And now you have the ability to have nothing clouding your, clouding your mind space at all. There's nothing there. All you know is what your goal is. When you, a lot of you, when they come out of psychedelics, they have such a fucking clear goal that even if they were, you know, they might have been trying to accomplish it before they took the psychedelic, and it was just clouding. They, did, they didn't know what to do. So they took some psychedelics and just freed up all that RAM space. And now they can use their RAM space appropriately and to get to the to get this goal done and after psychedelics your your thought process feels from what i understand i don't haven't taken any you know the most thing i've the worst thing i've done or not the worst but the deepest i've gone is edibles marijuana edibles and thc you know um but they all you know they all seem more focused afterwards. You know, they all, their their goal is more clear. What they need to do next is more clear to them. And everything that was going on is now in the past. And they can move forward without any hindrance from their mind. And some some of these, so with each like level of psychedelics, like, I feel like psilocybin is. Out of the three that you hear about, so most of the psychedelics you're going to hear about is going to be ayahuasca, it's going to be DMT, and it's going to be psilocybin. Those are the so psilocybin is mushrooms, and you can trip off of any one of those, and two of them make you trip. You can take a small dose of psilocybin mushrooms that doesn't make you trip, but you kind of get the feeling of uh, whoa, you get the whoa shit going on, and each one frees up the RAM space. Each one gives you a different experience though and you can learn something from each one about yourself. But at the end of it, if you tripped and the trip wasn't terrible and you didn't have a bad trip, they everybody comes out with this like clear-headed vision and their thoughts are so easy to process even if what they just experience isn't easy to process everything they're about to do is so clear to them they're like i don't even know what the what the fuck was i doing why was i wasting my time i was being a dumbass it's kind of how it makes them feel looking and i like my position right now where i haven't taken any and i can just look from the outside and see what it's doing and kind of uh almost run a scientific experiment without having to push any put any pieces in place myself because so many people are doing it that's an interesting thing to think about. What if, what if your brain has a RAM space? I don't know. Maybe it starts new every day. But as soon as you start thinking about things that happened in the past, you start taking up RAM space. Maybe, maybe that's the case. And if you could somehow avoid thinking about anything 
when you woke up, you'd have more rent space for that day. And the less amount of time that you spend thinking about the past, the more rent space you're going to have for the present moment. And it's just, it's a theory I came up with a couple days ago after reviewing a lot of people's psychedelic experiences and what it did to them. And I wonder, you know, I'd be curious to see if this is uh, something that other people have thought about. Something that scientists of some kind, uh, psychologists, know about. That your, your brain has a certain amount of space that it's allotted each day. And what you think about takes up that space. So, I think this is where I'm going to end the podcast today. This one's a little bit longer. Um, I'm sure as time goes on, each one will get longer and longer. But I don't want to push my opinion too hard yet. I want you guys to be able to see who I am. I want you guys to see, to try and formulate your opinion of my point of view and see if it's something that you like. See if my point of view is something you like. And eventually I'll get into kind of pushing my views out a little bit more and and just seeing where that goes. But I probably, I might not ever. I'm not really comfortable with, I'm, I'm comfortable with expressing my opinion, but I'm not comfortable with pushing my opinion onto you. It's something that I feel like the news from tele, from the days of television, which by the way is fucking over, the news from the days of television, they kind of failed to do, you know, they all, they all thought they were coming from an unbiased point of view, but once you realize that how biased their point of view was and how much they were filtering into you, you know, they're kind of pushing opinions onto you and you, you have almost no control over finding a new... You didn't have any control over finding a new station on television that wasn't biased and wasn't filtered and didn't push a certain opinion onto you. You know, they did it in a very unique and clever way of blocking out... Like, uh, they did it without pushing an opinion, literally. Like, they, were, they weren't like, believe in this, this is how shit is. But they talked about things that worked for a certain political party. Certain political parties paid off news stations. I'm sure there were some Democratic news stations, there was Republican news stations... And there was news stations that said, oh, we're not, we're, no, no. If it was popular, it was probably biased and it was probably paid off. Unfortunately, that's how our government likes to fucking handle shit. Our government likes to filter information without putting obvious blockades up. The filtering by our government is done very intelligently. I will give them that. And our government has capability to do a lot of intelligent things that are beneficial, but that is not beneficial. Filtering information is not beneficial to anybody. It does not help political processes at all. In fact, I would say filtering the information causes people like... I want to say causes... Barack Obama, dude awesome president as a person you know he's an awesome person when you hear him talk he's really funny he's intelligent but he was corrupt he's very corrupt and that's when you filter information like that that's kind of you get those people that come in 
and they have no choice but to be filtered. Maybe Barack Obama came in there with some good intention, but Barack Obama, the amount of missiles that he dropped on the Middle East is fucking insane. Insane. I can't believe it. When you find, when you look up the number of missiles that Barack Obama has dropped on the, that dropped in the Middle East, you're like, holy fuck. Now you get a lot of corruption when you filter information. And the people become corrupt. You corrupt the people when you filter their information. Because your opinion is not everything that it could be. And your opinion is is formulated based on what you hear. That is a fact. What you hear will formulate your opinion. If you do not hear everything, your opinion will be uh, less than what it could be, definitely. You know... For the end of this podcast, I want to leave you guys with this statement. Please, for the benefit of the nation and for the benefit of your life and the benefit for your health, say and speak your opinion. You you know, people have a problem with being wrong, but just speak your opinion. See what other people have to say about it and see if what they say you feel like you should change your opinion based off it. You don't have to change your opinion because you're wrong. You don't have to. But if the general consensus goes against you, think about why and change your opinion or don't. But at least think about it and don't get pissed off and say people are haters because they don't believe in your opinion. They don't think you're right. I I don't get pissed off. You know, some people from the last podcast... Some people kind of, uh, some people will take your words and they'll twist them if they don't like your opinion. They'll twist your words to fit their narrative of you. Be able to see the people that are doing that to you, but also be able to see the people that have legitimate, uh, thought processes. And if their opinions differ from yours, you know, think about it for a second. Put their opinion into yours. And have the conflict inside your head at the end of the argument. Even if in the argument you don't come to an agreement of what is the the right opinion. Or what is the, you know, the way you should think. At the end of the argument, have the conflict inside your head of what just happened. Have that conflict with yourself. You know, how do you really feel? What makes, what opinion will make you feel better? But I'm going to end it there. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope got to some things that you guys wanted me to talk about. And uh, you know, cut three more days. Another podcast is going to be out. We're going to be talking about different things. I think next podcast I'm going to try and talk about some of the good things going on in this world. I feel like I got a little bit more negative that I wanted to get today. Not, but I wanted to speak about some things that I that I feel like my generation needs to hear. And a lot of those things are kind of negative. A lot of the views on my views on politics are negative. I don't like the way it works right now. I don't at all, but it's okay. It's not the end of the world for uh, politics, in my opinion. The volatile nature of it can change, but I'm going to end it here. Hope you guys have a good day and... Uh, keep believing in yourself, put yourself forward, 
and I'll see you next time.